Yo, yo, just the usual clap a clap. What's going on, guys? Is again me and him, you know, doing the mental detox podcast. Um, I just love, I just like honestly doing this kinds of shows or like this kinds of podcast where the absolute goal is not just to help people understand it, but not just that, but like to help them get along with other people and to like be able to not just help them, but accept them. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like one of the greatest things that I'd love to do is being able to, I don't know, like just be out there and talk and discuss things from a person who's just interested in discussing them and is an advocate. So yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know. I'm just happy that we're able to have this kind of platform. So yeah, how have we been doing, Tim? I've been doing really well, uh, getting ready for D-Day when it comes to the other industry and stuff we're in, involved in, but mm-hmm. which is stressful. So anyone who's hopping on board, and they, I know that a lot of the people that listen to the podcast are from that. Yep. So getting extra stressed and stuff, we're trying to do what we can to try and alleviate it here through my, my shows and anywhere I can, any type of media I can, I'm trying to just create more avenues to alleviate those stresses and depressions. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the things that I'll be honest with you, I've not been enjoying everything. You know, if you guys are in the camera, you see my eyes are really red. So it's either that number one, I have, I have, I've been having watery eyes for like a bit of a long time. I've tried to wash my eyes over and over again. Doesn't work. But like, I've already like, have water your eyes. Next one is that I don't know. Sometimes you literally just don't know what to do and you're just frozen, you know. Not not like the frozen let it go thing, you know, where where you're saying Although let it that's, go. that's good advice. It is good advice though when you're feeling that. Try yeah. to let it go. It's not easy to try. Hey, five Edmund. I I mean I try to be like that for the most part, but you know, it happens a lot for like a certain extent of time that it's becoming more and more prolonged, if that makes sense. So yeah. That being said, like I'm gonna move first on like a tangent quickly before we go to like our main topic i've already told you our main topic like five minutes ago maybe yeah five minutes ago just the way we do things you know with me so dude honestly like one of the things that's kind of like underrated when it comes to living is jokes. You know what I mean? So, for example, 
you go into a bar and it's like you know the stand-up comedies and sometimes for me i really like i really like it some sometimes like it makes me feel that there's actually you know people who appreciate some kind of like humor like you know who is kind of like wanting to go out there things like that like that's one of the things that you want to actually not just really control but like you actually want to just be happy about it and just be active about the jokes so one thing that actually that i kind of like is let's say for example if you watch like a comedy central type of feel or like you know like those web stand-up comedies you know what i mean who's your favorite stand-up comedian let's go from there favorite stand-up comedian uh honestly my favorite stand-up comedian i used to love to listen to if i was having a really bad day and you just kind of have a case of the i don't cares at all yeah uh, george carlton okay good stuff then because i'll be honest with you if if there's a thing and the reason i like him is not just because it's a racial thing but the way he delivers jokes is appropriate. Jokoi, like if you ever got, if you ever, anyone watches like a Jokoi stand-up comedy, you know, he's one of the most interesting ones because I mean, number one, he's Filipino, I'm Filipino, and I appreciate, you know a world-class Filipino humor and that, you know, it's like usually, and this kind of like a touchy topic to me, but because we all also talk about this, you know, that sometimes when another race kind of like jokes about it, it's like, oh, it's so offensive. You don't know. But like, when a Filipino jokes about a Filipino, you know it's a joke. I like I I don't know man, like there there's just like some kind of like humor like that that I appreciate. So you know. Yeah. And, and one of the things, right? One of the things that you've kind of put something because I was thinking about it this way. When you're the stand-up comedian, one of the things that you need to do is to actually have the attention of other people be on you. Like that's one of the big that's one of like the biggest reasons, right? That you need to understand for stand-up comedy is for it to be able to be successful, the attention should be with you. If the attention's not with you, they won't laugh at all. 
Same goes if you're having a uh, speech or something like when I went to hearings. First, as soon as I got the entire, um, all the people listening, all the senators listening, I got them to laugh. I had them. At that point, I knew I had the, had the room. And that was when things went, started going our way. So, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be an actual stand-up comedian situation. Once in a while, you got to get a lot of laughter in there to get everybody on board so they're paying attention. Because if you go with just straight up facts and stuff, it gets dry, boring, and sometimes even can create anxiety. Try to keep things alive. And is so, like, speak. And speaking of that, like you're speaking in public, you need like that undivided attention to be able to be successful. Now that we've established that. So for me, and this was still undiagnosed, but I could tell that sometimes you just can tell when you have it. Like no, no offense, but like there are sometimes like in mental health, you know you have it when you feel that you act like it. Or like, it's just like, you're going there. But for me, I know, I kind of know I have it. So back when I was a kid, I had the difficulty learning because number one, just in some way or in some form, in some manner, you had those number one squirrel moments where it's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, it's just like sometimes, like, some something catches your shiny eye attention, like those crows outside. Like, if that illustration even helps. Or, like, at a certain level, you have this, this attention that's kind of like it goes somewhere else. And Whenever that, okay, there's the thing too. Whenever I had or I dated somebody, it's like, you know, when you're progressing in a good conversation and in some way, in some manner, it's just like you're all going to like the left side and suddenly you, you took a drastic turn in the the right if that helps so and the person you're dating says that what you're saying doesn't make sense at all because you're either speaking another topic or your attention just doesn't seem to be there or your attention doesn't just seem to be you know you always been talking you know and today we're going to talk about one thing that's kind of like the closest to me, I think, or almost as closest to me, because number one, it's kind of like a part of me. Number two, it's a part of Tim. No, I'm kidding. It's also a part of like some people and my beloved community. And, you know, I just want to like tackle this for like a real long time. So ADHD, 
ADHD. What is ADHD too? Attention hyperactive um, deficit disorder. Uh, no, no, it, AD attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Sorry, I said them in the wrong way of order. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, like some people also. Okay, well, let's just gonna dive into this because he just called ADD, which is attention deficit disorder. The hyperactive thing is slightly different, but it does fall mm. in the same category. It's still ooh shiny, either way. Yeah, the ooh. <laughs> so ooh, squirrel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you. Everyone has that like disorder. So, like. This one is kind of like closest to my heart because this dude, like one of the things too that I kind of like honestly not like about this disorder is that usually it often is either Ghost diagnosed in the childhood or the puberty sometimes. And it either really lasts for your adulthood or even for the rest of your life. And, and it usually gets worse too as time goes on. It's one of those progressive disorders that typically, as you get older, becomes more evident and harder to deal with without treatment or medications. Yeah, it's just one of those disorders that does, it grows with you. So you have to learn either, coping mechanisms can help. You don't necessarily have to have medications, but you got to learn to cope with them. Like, I know I have it. I do have ADHD. I can focus, but I have to focus on focusing. Does that make sense? So it takes away some yeah, yeah. focus and at the same time, I can do it, but it does. If I let myself go, yeah, my ADHD is all over the place. I'll also do like 12 projects at a time because that's just how I work. And I can do it really well as long as nobody throws a monkey wrench into any of them. If something gets changed, it screws up everything. And then I have to start from scratch. I mean, that's one of the problems with ADHD. When you get going, you start to multi multitask anything gets thrown off on one of them, it's not like you're screwing up that one project. It's all these projects. You just lose your space and then have to regroup and restart. So it's, it can be a blessing or a curse at the same time. It's one of those type of illnesses, so to speak. So one of the things that I've kind of like, actually like experienced throughout is that for me, dude, like, I'll be honest with you. I have, I have a terrible thing of not just being impulsive, but I have a problem about time management. I'll be honest with you. Like, that's kind of like how I've kind of been living about it or living with it is that and being impulsive and being or having poor time management is just like ingrown to you and you can't sometimes you can't help it so like okay in the recent years that i've been living with with it right 
So, uh, dude, like, I have a terrible thing that when I am, that when I'm in the mall, I just need to go to a snack shack, if that helps, like a, a snack shack or something like that, or sometimes just go, going to a clothing store and just getting something really even if it's not important if that helps like retail therapy no it's not just like retail therapy but like you know you gotta buy something impulsively when you don't really specifically know about it like it's just like it just happens every so now and then so there's an actual like difference between having ADHD and just like impulse buying. So like, I mean, it's part of it, but like, it's not really, really it, if that makes sense. So like, it affects like how you pay attention, sit still and like control your behavior in the mall. I can give you a perfect example. And someone downstairs would have agreed with this because my daughter and I both have ADHD to some degree, especially okay. when we get talking. We went to the store to get milk, went to the store, came back with $150 worth of groceries, no milk, got sent back, came back with another $75 worth of groceries, no milk. Third time, she went with us to make sure we got the milk because we get in there and that's all we went for, by the way, is milk. And dinner was ready. We just remind us the milk to make like macaroni cheese or something like that, homemade yeah, macaroni yeah. cheese. So we just got so ADHD when we talk because we get, we'll get on sidetrack talks and stuff like that, that we completely forgot the thing we went into the store for and just saw things and kept grabbing them and putting them in the cart. Oh, we should get that for tomorrow. Oh, we should get that. And then walked out without it twice. And this isn't, we don't live right next to the store. We're talking about driving like half an hour to get to the store. And still, and like when we're driving, if I'm driving and we're talking, I'll auto drone out and drive the wrong direction sometimes because I'll go back like to where we normally drive instead of going to the store where we're going to. Mm. I mean, ADHD kicks in like that, especially if I'm not focusing on, like I said, I can control if I focus, but that's a classic example of when, you know, if you let yourself go and try and enjoy the moment, your ADHD will take you all over the place and not get you what you actually want to get. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, you just have, like, that moment that, you know, it's just, like, something that's ingrained of you and that, you know, it's usually not just, like, out of, like, nowhere, but you'll actually create time for it if that makes sense. Because that, that for me is like one of my biggest things is that, okay, for me, I usually, I usually spend a little time in the mall. Like, I, okay, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the type of guy that when I get something in the mall, I'll go, you know, like look at this store first and then that store and then that store, that store, that store, and then get what I need. Or I'm also not the type of person who's like, 
to get what you need and then check this, 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 and that. I'm usually like, and this is how I know myself. I know myself that when, whenever that I am there, it's just like, okay, let's say I'll get, no offense, I like it, hopefully you guys too. I like Layton Mountain Dew. Like, that's just me. That's just me, right? If I get, like, not sh- So, for me, like, what's enough? It's, like, seven bags of, like, lace, maybe? And, like, six bottles of Mountain Dews, maybe? Like, not, like, the those kind of, like, jugs, but, like, this kind of, like, small bottles. Like, like the, 20, a- the 20 ounces? Yeah, yeah, th- those ones. So for me, those are one of the things that is enough for me. And once I get them, I head out immediately. But sometimes it just like occurs out of nowhere that, you know, I, I just have to like get something else other than what I really need. And another example of like, having ADHD and having to deal with it is like your problems and impulsiveness and not just that, but like you, you become easily frustrated or oftentimes you're bored if that helps. So for me, no, go ahead, please. Oh no, I, I get it completely. Like watching TV does that to me. Um, I can't just sit and watch TV for long periods of time. I prefer gaming because it's interactive, mm. you know, something like that. Or watching TV to me, it's I can do it, but after a while, it just feels like my skin's crawling. Like I need to do something. I can't just sit here, so I have to do something else. Like I'll rebuild or something like that, or tinker with something, draw designs or some, drafting designs and stuff. I'll do something because I just can't just sit there and just watch TV for hours on end like some people can. I just can't do it. So I completely get to be having to the need to do something else. Cause it kind of feels like it's going against the grain of what you are and who you are. It gives you that it builds an anxiety. in you if you try to do just one thing and not have a second thing to distract you sometimes. So like one of the things that uh, like, for example, right? Like one of the things too, like specifically sometimes on the I'll be honest with you boys in the podcast it's not that I don't listen usually to Tim and there are moments like I don't listen to Tim at all on the podcast no offense by the way but it's just like sometimes you just for some reason want to say something out out of the blue and you just want to get your point and you just have like this certain moment where you blank it's either okay it's either you're super focused or you're super out of it because sometimes like having adhd it's like you're either like focused on like this this detail but most of the time you're always out of it if that makes sense so like for me when when some when someone is talking to me sometimes 
No, not even sometimes. Oftentimes. And this is why I'm a really good secret keeper. Because sometimes when my when you say something to me in one ear, it doesn't even go on one on the other ear. It goes right it my personal ear deflects itself, if that makes sense. And then it's just either I'm focused on what I'm doing, which is sometimes gaming, or I'm just like utterly it's not even uninterested. It's just that your your usual instinct is to be impulsive and to speak immediately before listening. Because paying attention to detail or listening often makes makes you bored. And this is why sometimes like video podcasts are more successful, if that helps. Gives you another sensory. Yeah. Yep. So like living with that, like, dude, like almost most of the time, dude. Also as a kid, right? Have you ever okay Tim, when when you were a kid, right? Did you ever had homeworks that let's say were given to you Monday but were due to you let's say a Friday yep and uh, Friday morning before school you're doing the work see <laughs> see if you remember <laughs> if see, you remember it for me it's not even like the the, the day of it's usually like hours before the class well i'm talking like if it's first first period and i'm it's i'm doing that homework on the way to school on the bus because i had a long bus ride dude dude when it was me i immediately rush and i just do the homework immediately like i sit and then i do my homework and then i'm done basically that's me when i focused on it that's what i started doing when i started doing better with doing my homework. I was always good at remembering things. So testing was always easy. But when it came to doing homework, my best bet was to do it the day I got it. Because if I didn't, I'd procrastinate it to the last possible second. Although often, if I waited the last possible second, I'd remember it better. So there's that too. So, okay. And this is like a touchy topic thing. And this kind of like super duper hard. One of the things is, okay, so me and Mr. Tim here, we both game, right? We both game. So... I'll be honest with you, boys. Like, I, there was some point in time of my life that I used to play with some friends and I used to play Fortnite. Now, was I good at it? Or was I good at it? Never. I was never good at it. But what I could tell you is that for me, like, there are some times, okay, have you, and it will be relatable to Tim's experience in Warzone too. So, like, for me, like, I know I have time 
let's say for example, like I'm in, let's say I have a lead and I have time. Like, you know, you have to do something for some reason that you don't know, but you know that you're already in the zone, if that makes sense. Like you just really, you, there's a certain urge of you wanting to do something. Yeah, you want to prepare. You want to prepare. You just have, no, you have to prepare, but you can't think of what. So you yeah. just ADHD it. Yes, it, I understand. It's in like Fortnite. A, in Fortnite, not in Warzone. I know exactly what you mean. Like you had like this certain panic moment and it's just like yo i gotta i gotta do this 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 because you know like i don't know it's not just just are you dude it's like the actual enemy is like a shooter itself like a person sh shooting you but it's the actual thing in your mind it's like you're actually preparing for a tank launching a huge missile on you like, that's really, like, how your brain works. Like, I know it doesn't make sense for some of you, but for someone who experiences that, it's actually one of the things, like, that's even into, into or ingrown to. Dude, uh, and here's, like, another thing that I noticed, right? And it, co it often comes... Not with this, but like, okay, you work it, the tacit, it's like, it was like untreated at all and you didn't have that same, you know, you didn't have that same treatment as others maybe. So, okay, one of the things too that I've noticed is I have terrible either and it's not just like okay it's not just like either or so sometimes it's even both like you have trouble controlling anger like when you're angry you just like immediately let it out and or you have also like relationship problems so like i'll expound on the relationship problems. Tim would expound like in the trouble controlling anger maybe. So like for me, like I think I've discussed this like a while ago maybe with Tim or in the podcast like a while ago. But whenever like I was dating somebody, oh, it's like when you're talking to them, it always like when your conversation goes like left like suddenly you take a drastic turn and turn right and then sometimes like okay i don't know if you've like experienced this but like so when i was dating somebody right and i i know of this moment because like it's not that she didn't interest me at all but it's it's like the total opposite i was so i was so interested so as a person with that adhd it's like yo it gotta ask this 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 detail without like you know not just like letting 
letting myself answer through to that question because I mean let's be let's be honest when someone is into you they really want to know you too so they ask what about you or like let's say they'll ask a follow-up question ta-da but I'm good blah 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 <laughs> no if they're uninterested that's what they do but like if you're like the person who has ADHD but like But, you know, you're interested in that person, you have ADHD. The, the things that you do are this. And I know, I kind of know exactly, specifically when you're dating somebody, it's one, you ask either so much question or you answer so much. That's like super either unnecessarily on you know unneeded or it just comes out of nowhere without your control like knowingly turning back into those events you know that you shouldn't have done it so for me for example like okay i i was outside with a girl and uh, you know we were talking about animes because that's kind of like one of the things that I love is like animes and no she also likes animes but the thing that I do is I you again it's this you either focus on the super minute detail or you're super out of it right so when I talk to her about like a certain type of like anime it's like that that we could talk for forever right but the next week, sometimes that's all that you remember from her. It's like your conversation with it, with like this certain minute thing that you've kind of like attributed, but you made it into a super long run on of uh, things. That's just, a, that has became like, yeah, like totally random in your head. Like that, that certain like part of me that I wish I could fix, but I couldn't is that I, you know, there's super like so many like details that you want to remember, but like for some reason you can't remember those certain instances. And then you kind of like turn back and try to like, try to like think of it and make it into a certain level where it makes sense, but it actually doesn't make sense. So, you know, like that's just me, man. Like another thing too. So it's like, when you have ADHD and let's say you're dating someone, right? You go outside and then she's, she sparks a conversation with you, right? But somewhere in the middle, it's like you talk about one thing or she talks about one thing, you talk about in the other. It's like you're both going separate ways, whatever you do. And it just doesn't, doesn't connect, you know? Or 
whenever okay i know it doesn't sometimes like make sense but there's like there's a difference between dating with adhd and then dating that you're just actual deflecting so let, let's say for example when someone says where where you go, where do you want to eat right and then you just ask them another question on top of the question that wasn't answered and it's just like you just want to say no but you're deflecting it kind of thing or when when you're actually like dating and she asks you like your favorite food it's just like for some way or another you had that like squirrel moment and something captures your attention more and more and then you discuss it and then you forgot about her question if that makes sense which i don't i know it doesn't kind of thing it does anyone who understands it that's that loss of the train of thought it's so easily lost so hard to get back sometimes with adhd same thing when you know that's one of the reasons why it tends to you trying to try and get your point out because while you're trying to pay attention to someone else you you're afraid to lose that thought because if you know if you lose it you might not get it back yeah yeah and the the last the last thing is the anger situation specifically that loss of anger or not the loss of anger but like being at loss at anger if that makes sense so when you're angry it's like it's dude like it's not just like a, it's not a temper problem it's more like you're just having trouble controlling it you know so let let's make it let's make it in to this example because everyone likes using this example and temper and anger right so you let's say a volcano right think about this that that you're a volcano when you have temper problems you know where the lava is at you know where it's at you know where it's going to like explode and what makes it explode right and it's like it's 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 gonna go boom but for a person who's anger who, who's anger who's actually angry and has adhd the thing is it's constantly open if that makes sense and it's always that it's not even that there's a gauge for the lava because temper and temper temper has a gauge it's like you know you have or you have a certain like awareness of it that you're being angry but when you have adhd it's like you don't have a gauge it's like you have a lot a certain lava and there's a and somewhere or another that when you become angry you have a pump for the lava and it just goes up if that makes sense i think of it more of a term so like think of like gas bubbles that are in the lava that occasionally explode and spit out you don't really they're random and you're not consistent 
and every now and then it just blows up and then it's calm again when you don't expect it to that's more like what because it's like and when you when the same thing goes with like little spouts of anger it was things that normally wouldn't bother you but if you're feeling frustrated they might come out in different weird directions and with and things that normally you let go because you're feeling anger over something else it'll spit up little spurts of the anger from the lava like his gas bubble exploded or something maybe there's methane gas underneath the lava it came out boom hey this little spout but like you said the levels you can't control them as much because of that because all of a sudden there's a little mini eruption but they're typically more small eruptions a lot more mini small ones than yeah big ones and specifically like you have the, like those moments where it's just like it's like I don't, I don't want to like create sound illustrations. I know that people don't enjoy it, but like when you have ADHD and it's like your t- temperament, it's just like it. Okay, you know, like the because sometimes this is also how I think of things. You know the, you know the experiment about the the Coca Cola and the and I think like that. Mint gumish. Oh, uh, the men, uh, mentos. Yeah, that you tr- you throw in like the whole thing. Yep, I have a couple of the kits where you can actually pull it from a string from a ways away in a two-liter bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried that one too. It was utterly either ridiculous or I had fun. Oh, it actually, it actually hit the telephone line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one of the things that is sometimes when you have ADHD and you're angry, it's like even the lowest of gauge when you're not actually like expecting it, right? Even the tiniest mentos will make that Coca-Cola explode for some reason. And you can't control it. It's just like the minutest things would make you do some crazy shenanigans. I was almost going to say another SH word, but I didn't. Good. It's like it makes you con- it makes you have like this bizarre feeling and you just can't control it. So now like how would we be able to control this or how we'll be able to like solve this because a lot of times and sometimes okay i i don't personally what should i say this there are treatments that i like and i personally not like to be honest with you everyone but there are sometimes that there is sometimes that you have to either one do psychotherapy too. There's some like behavioral modification and it teaches you to like kind of like replace bad behaviors with like good ones. Three, like you have like therapies and social skills training that you could do. And four, at this, the one that Honestly, like, I've kind of, like, 
not lean into is like the medicational treatment. Yeah, medicational treatment's often a mask. It doesn't really treat only the symptom. It doesn't really necessarily treat the problem. Um, social, one thing you can do is like, for instance, try to structure your life a little bit better. Um, if you're having real problems with time management, you know, that can actually cause you to have your anxieties and your flare-ups and maybe even your anger issues because of your time management because you realize now you're frustrated because you're running behind or you're way too early for something because you didn't manage your time right. And one thing you can do is like try to work on alarms or set up routines, like regular routines, like your daily routine or your weekly routine and just try to expand on that. And then there's, you can meditate that can help. And even focusing on just controlling them, that's kind of like meditation in itself. If you try to, if you try to be aware and try to actively and over time, you'll learn it as a learned behavior and you don't have to actively think as much, but you thinking through every moment of the day and it's going to be stressful. It's going to be tiring, but trying to control it. Don't do it every day, but, Go through a day when you know it's important and focus on it and try to control your urges to either lash out or to ooh shiny or have too much retail therapy. Um, another thing for retail therapy and good advice is uh, do it in Dollar Tree or a dollar store so you don't spend all your money because it actually it can fall into almost like a manic situation when you're having ADHD where you're buying things you think you need but you really didn't need. At least do it in a store where everything's not so expensive. I mean, you don't want to go to, you know, you know, a Saks of Hollywood or something like that and start having an ADHD moment. <laughs> you, you don't want to go to a Bonsiaga and then, you know. Yeah, yeah you don't want to go into a store. It's a shop, you know what I mean? So and walk out with three credit cards that are maxed out that you didn't have when you walked in. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, like, sometimes it's, like, the reason why we've kind of, like, discussed this is that so it's not just like kids who could have this, but it could be like an adult situation where it could lead to like problems in the relationship or like substance abuse or like financial issues, big one. Fin can... Yep. There's one financial issues or like mood, sw mood swings, depression, bipolarness, or like eating disorders risk-taking conflicts with people around you but like people don't realize many people who have adhd can live happy and can live full lives there are and treatments that help bipolar is a good one sometimes bipolar is um bipolar and adhd can be misdiagnosed back and forth like the the retail thing like you're going out and spending too much money that's considered a manic type thing behavior sometimes it looks manic when it's actually an adhd behavior but without going through the proper systems and stuff and proper um testing there's no way to tell the difference because they actually mimic each other very well you might and like the bipolar Medication usually isn't needed. Whereas ADHD, it's just learning forms of self-control and to try and, you know, mellow that situation out. See, the problem is if you fall into the category where the doctor doesn't know, especially the GPs, general practitioners, they don't typically really know the difference because 
they only go by what you tell them. They don't ask the right questions because they don't know. They don't give you the right, you know, panel of questions to figure out the difference. And even sometimes if you go to see a counselor or psychiatrist, sometimes they can misdiagnose as well. So, excuse me, it's something you, to be aware of that, that there are different disorders that are so closely related that it's not really anyone's fault that sometimes these get mixed up because they just look so similar. And ADHD is one of those, like when you have bad spending habits and stuff, there's people that have ADHD issues that are often considered manic because yep. they're going off on, on spending streets, but it's really when they go in there, they can't stop like, oh, do I need that? Oh, do I need that? And then they're picking these things up and then they buy them all and then they get home like, why did I buy all that? Uh-oh, now I, my bank account's in the red. And then it flags as if they're in a manic episode of being bipolar. It's really because they ooh shiny to the entire store and saw all these different things and decided to pick them up. So be aware that sometimes, you know, things can be diagnosed wrong. Uh, be aware that you want to be open and honest with uh, whoever you speak to so that they can do the best they can to diagnose you because they need the little details as well and not just a generic overall picture. Sometimes the two things, the little details are what can help you the most to get the right treatment or the right line of, so to speak, attack to try and help yourself. Another thing too, which I want to kind of like expound on. So I know that you know, but like I follow a certain streamer and again, I just love the guy, you know? So, like, and because I love the guy, and I'll be honest with you, I, I'm kind of like watching him now on my other monitor because he has a uh, 70,000 or, yeah, 70,000 cash up boom turning right now for Call of Duty. So, train, train wrecks. He often, like, discuss things or discuss this that when he has an episode sometimes he tends to give like us so many subs or like gifted subs to, like not just streamers but like to other to not just to others but like there's sometimes that even us in his chat he'll definitely like give us like a lot of subs and for me, like w one of the things is <coughs> one of the things from those episodes, and I'll be honest with you, he's like a top gifter in, twi in tw the Twitch platform. But top gifter, he's like top two. Like in all reality, top two. So one of the things is I realized that from him is like it's there's really like manic spending or manic like giving but there's also sometimes like the thing that I like is that if there's sometimes that you just confuse it a lot and that when you're on an episode, like people would know, right? So that that's my thing. It's like 
I feel that this needs to be talked about and we should be open about it because, you know, being able to not just talk about things openly, you know, and by the way, if you're, or if you want to be part of it, we have a community for you, which is a newly established community by one of our friends here called Tim. He has a community on Discord, which we will shoot an invite for you guys. So we'll put the Discord on the link below for Mental Detox. So it's one of the things that we would like to support each and every one of you is that there's, there's, there's a community for you that we want you to have. So, you know. If yeah, it's, you, a, it's a place to, that you can get together with people, discuss what issues you might be having. Maybe you can filter through some of these issues, whether or not you are bipolar or you have ADHD or maybe a combination thereof in one instance and other things as well. Don't limit it to just one. There'll be places there for private places to talk. So it's just going to be you and someone else. There'll be voice channels and for chat channels. And then there'll be some general channels so people can get together just to support each other in a general sense. That's the whole point of that discord I put together. Um, it was actually one of my other co-hosts, Lightbearer. I give him credit for that. He, he was the one that actually came out with it. I'd been toying with it in my head, but he came out with talking about it. And then we kind of teamed together with the Vaping Misfits and put it all together. And it's going to be a, hopefully a good community, a good place to, for people to be able to talk things out, whereas not limitations to like there are in Facebook. So you can talk more generally openly, but you don't have to talk to like everybody. If you don't want to, you have choices. You might get in there and figure things out, general chat, and then might want to move into a more private sector or one, excuse me. They might have a text. Uh, I'm going to have it set up so that there's mental health, substance abuse as well, because sometimes that ties in channels. And then we're going to go into as needed specific channels for different types of mental health. If people want to get together and maybe I would suggest possibly like weekly meetings or biweekly meetings or something like that. If we get enough people in a certain gen genre to, you know, get together and talk to your like-minded people. You know, it's my vision of it is like along those lines if we can grow that and it doesn't have to be any specific type of community if you have an issue you need to talk even if it's just depression you don't really suffer through anything else it's a really good place to get together and have support and people that will care about you you know it's a good way to get a safety net in place and that's the point of that community but thank you frank so yeah like for me also one of the things is that in order for this to be able to spread, again, if you guys could please download the podcast. We're on, we're on major platforms. Spotify, Google Play, Apple. Downloading and giving us a five-star review absolutely helps this podcast so if you could please freely do so and our links are already down below and if you need help as well and you know like 
you don't have a certain community for you, then what we'll do is we'll also link the Discord below. So if you need help, let us know because there are certain first aids that we could do. And then there's a certain thing where we just want to be part of the, a community that's like for you. So we just want to find that community for you. So yeah. That being said, again, this has been your friendly podcast, your friendly me- mental detox podcast. And as a brief reminder to any, everyone who is tuning into the show, just remember, if at any given point in time that you think somebody doesn't think of you, remember, our DMs are always open. We love each and every one of you all. Stay safe. And again, this is your story. It's not finished yet. You don't have to do this alone. Stay safe, everyone. Hope you're having a good day and a weekend.